Welcome back to Back on Air, the podcast all about living life after second chances. And this is season two, focusing on Free Britney. And me and my co-host, Megan Radford, are giving you the breakdown of Free Britney weekly recaps. Because there is so much going on that it's hard to keep up. Hello, Megan. Thank you for coming back with me. A second episode. We are ready to go. Hi, Jared. Thanks for having me. Now, obviously, the big news, Megan, was the smear campaign that was started via TeamCon, via their favorite, quote, news outlet, TMZ, which we will get into. But something snuck into our weekend, just like a thief in the night, if you will. We got this page six exclusive drop talking about Britney Spears' requested conservator, Jason Rubin. And this would be the person who would replace Jamie Spears, if I'm correct, as her conservator over her finances and things like that. And wow, Page Six got this scoop, which makes me feel a little bit less worried since it wasn't a TMZ scoop but Megan what do we know that's going on with Jason Rubin the potential conservator for Britney Jean Spears so Jason Rubin you know he was the thinking behind him coming in is he's a forensic CPA he's supposed to come in and really audit the finances see what went wrong see if anything bad was done anything illegal was done and things like that so in theory that seems like a good thing but then page six on Friday afternoon dropped this article saying that Jason Rubin had tried to nominate his own mother for a conservatorship in the past. Mm. Uh, he wasn't successful, but I still just kind of got knots in my stomach thinking about, you know, is this actually a good idea to replace Jamie? And it kind of had me thinking back to my initial uh, rationale was that we don't need to remove Jamie first. We just need to end the whole conservatorship. But I kind of tried to set it aside because last week was obviously like just a huge smear campaign Mm -hmm. um, surrounding Britney. So I tried to set it aside. And then earlier today, I was talking to uh, someone from the Center for Estate Administration Reform, who is an advocacy group that we work with. So when Jason Rubin was trying to place his mother in a conservatorship, he used Dr. Gregory Brown to do so. And uh, the people at Center for Estate Administration Reform are very familiar with Dr. Gregory Brown because they know a lot about the abusive guardianships that have happened in the state of Nevada. And Dr. Gregory Brown is referred to as the go-to guy to buy buy a diagnosis doctor in Las Vegas. Wow. So, oh boy. So now we have questions about this guy who we thought was going to be yet again, another hero for Britney Spears going, going to go in the forensic, you know, back door, so to speak, and find out where all her money went missing with Lou Taylor and all her weird LLCs and Jamie Spears and all his expenditures. And now we're finding out from this like 11th hour drop via page six, which is interesting. It came from page six and not TMZ, which is what I usually expect for a proper smear campaign against Britney or anything that she wants to do. It usually comes directly from TMZ. So this was unique that it came from page six, not to say page six is some, you know, it's not the New York times by any means, but it is interesting because it's not Jamie Spears's usual, way to get 
you know, public, general public knowledge out to the world. He uses TMZ almost exclusively. So that struck me as odd. And the fact that Ruben, Jason Ruben is so familiar with putting people in a conservatorship and wanting to do it to his own mother. And again, we don't know the case, you know, but he was denied that conservatorship. And he's obviously yeah. very familiar with how conservatorships work. And what's more concerning, I think, is that connection between this doctor, because we know Nevada has a high rate of uh, illegal or corrupt conservatorships and guardianship abuse because of the old age. You know, there's so many old people that go to Las Vegas to retire to retire and stuff. So that's very concerning. I wasn't as concerned about it when I thought, you know, it was still, like I said, put kind of a pit feeling in my stomach that he had attempted to get his own mother in a conservatorship. But when I found out that the doctor who gave the diagnosis for him to try to get his mom into a conservatorship is a predatory doctor who's done this um, a lot, like that, that for me elevates it to a new level of concern, which then passes that concern on to Rosengart because Rosengart is the person who I would assume picked Jason Rubin. So I'm not here to say that Rosengart isn't doing a good job or, you know, we don't have, we don't have all of the information here. So, but it just, something feels off and it, it definitely didn't feel good to read that article and then talk mm -hmm. to Rick Black from the Center of Administration of State Reform. I guess we shouldn't really theorize what we, what we know about Rosengart and this connection right, uh, right yet, but. Oh. I do hope he'll respond. I mean, it is a little weird to sneak a story in that late on a Friday, like that in itself is a little bit suspicious uh, to me. And so I, I hope that we'll hear from Rosengart because maybe he didn't know, but then that begs the question, you know, why didn't he vet him further? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so I just think, you know, I want to believe that Rosengart is going to be the one to free Britney. Like, I really, truly want to believe that. But at the same time, we have to stay vigilant and we have to, when we see a red flag, you know, we need to keep digging and not just take an authority's word for it. You, you said it, stay vigilant and we need to stay diligent and we need to stay focused on the actual news that's happening because let's get into the smear campaign because we are getting news from all outlets and they are trying to make Britney look bad. God, I don't even remember what it started with at this point. The start was the craziest part to me because the start was Britney abused her housekeeper. Yes. And, and that story went everywhere. It came from TMZ who like we just talked about is not credible yet literally all of these credible organizations, news organizations were picking it up and running with it. And so that was when, that was the first, that's when I knew I was like, okay, well, here goes a smear campaign. But then it got really weird because then when you actually knew the facts, you learned that Brittany may have knocked the housekeeper's phone out of her hand. No one was injured. And it turns out that the, you know, that she was upset because her dogs had been taken away. And she, it seems like, had called the police previously to report that her dogs had been taken away. 
But then when the police arrived to investigate, the the bodyguards, the security team sent the police away and said everything was fine. But they never actually confirmed with Brittany that everything mm-hmm. was fine. Like the whole thing just became this spider web of just really bizarre happenings that you could kind of piece together but no one was really just telling the whole story mm-hmm. and then at the, by the end of it uh jody montgomery conservator of the person was blaming jamie spears conservator of the estate and jamie's blaming jody and they're like going at each other in the media my take is again they can do this in such a weird way that the tidbits that they want to get out there still get out there. So now we're getting these key tidbits, which are Brittany can't take care of an animal. How could she dare take care of herself? You know, it's just these key little things. And because the the weirdest part is, is that Team Con is now like, you know, saying, well, we do not support this housekeeper. We don't agree with her. And she has been fired and she's been let go. And the dogs have been returned to Brittany, which by the way, TMZ confirmed that the dogs have been returned to Brittany. So, you know, that's interesting that TMZ is the first on the scoop with that. Right. Um, but so, so to me, it just seems so blatant that obviously the team conservatorship wants to be like, well, we don't know anything about this. This is, you know, household managings. We're trying to give Brittany her freedom and look, she can't even handle that. Meanwhile, there's reports that this, all this stuff happened with the dog being malnourished was while she was in Hawaii. And what's more is, you're, we're getting these reports from the pet sitter, which by the way, if you're the pet sitter and your, your clients in Hawaii and your job is to take care of the pet, hmm, that sounds a little <laughs> suspicious that it's Britney Spears's fault. Who's on a known vacation. And your job is to literally take care of the pet. There's just so many layers of like, it's so obvious and apparent how they're trying to smear her again in the same yeah. way that they did in 2007 2008 of this painting the picture of the mad woman you know and it's just so it's just not going to work this time I don't think the only fear I have is Judge Penny's sway in it all is she is she corrupt is she part you know like is she is she slow to to go over I mean we know she's slow because she won't move anything along with Britney but yeah I'm just seeing this this narrative that I can see just from a if you if you put yourself in the general population you just see one headline Britney Spears slaps her housekeeper well then it turns out there was no actual physical violence and it it was maybe a phone and then you but you see that you know Britney Spears abuses her housekeeper then you see Britney Spears's dog so malnourished that her pet sitter had to remove them Britney Spears calls the cops and then when the cops show up everything's fine it's like a horror movie yeah it's fully a horror movie you're calling the cops and when the cops show up you're being kept from even talking to them right so I I mean it's pretty obvious to me what they're doing they're going to use this as evidence in the 29th hearing on September in September they're going to use this and say look how unstable she is we have all this documented public record but when you really look closer at the files there ain't much there, you know, like the, the housekeeper sued her for what, hitting her phone. Okay. Tried to charge her with battery. Yeah. I mean, that was the, and that's kind of what I couldn't decide either. Was she in on it or was she just trying to get rich or whatever? And then someone found that she had an LLC registered in her name that was created just five months ago, which is very bizarre. Yeah. And to be fair, I mean, that name, we don't know it's her LLC. We can't put that connection, but it is made under her full name. And she does have a more unique 
like yeah. less common name. So the fact that this was put together in LLC in this very specific, unique in her full name, you know, it's not like her name is John's Jane Smith, you know, where right. it's like anyone right. could have it, you know. So so there is this weird thing, like was she paid off to to be the full scapegoat? And that way the conservatorship is like, oh, we let her go, you know, because it's also making this conservatorship seem even more like they're actually looking out for Britney. Like, oh, we fired this horrible housekeeper who was just in it for the money. I'm sorry. We've gone 13 years without any form of incident with Britney Spears to anyone from her staff to her fans. And, and you know, she's done meet and greets, traveled around the world, done all of this stuff, visited sick kids in the children's hospital with no press. And you're telling me now the same, a month before one of the biggest court cases in her life, she's harassing and abusing her staff. She's right. malnourishing her dogs. Get over it, Team Con. You right. guys are so stupid. I know. And I do think, like you said, that even the public seemed to realize that there was more to this story. Like I saw public comments, like not in the free Britney world where people were saying, just leave this woman alone and all this stuff. So I do feel like there's been some public perception shift uh, when it comes to Britney, but I just still hate the fact that a news article that said Britney Spears abuses her housekeeper literally ran on like a hundred news sources and it's not fair and it's not right and TMZ needs to be held accountable for the way that they further this agenda that Britney is not well because it's bullshit. Now as usual amidst all of this horrible smear campaign Britney Spears was back on Instagram and again we're not sitting here deciding who's posting on her behalf but I think what we're getting you know, is very clear picture that Brittany does have some power in her captions, if nothing else, and for some of the photos slash videos that she decides get to go up on her page. She's still in the conservatorship. Crowdsurf is still funded by the conservatorship. So to think that she has full control of her Instagram, I think is just foolish because I think we would see her going live, liking things, et cetera, stuff that we've already talked about. But again, it, the, the point isn't to decide, like, did, did it filter through CrowdSurf? It doesn't matter because we are now getting captions that are, you know, reflecting how she's feeling or at least how the general pop population is feeling, especially with the Free Britney movement. And we had two really powerful posts that she posted in the midst of the smear campaign. Let's get into them, Megan. It was pretty cool because the first one was um, some photos of her topless, which she's kind of been doing lately. And so I didn't really think much about the caption itself. I just quickly was kind of reading through it. And then at the end of it, it was talking about, you know, how, you know, the Free Britney movement's been going on for three years and it has a deeper meaning than anyone knows. And um, I got choked up. It was just really sweet and felt good to be recognized and that she does know that we've been at this for a while and that she appreciates us. And the deeper meaning thing, you know, I was thinking like, what could that be? Because it could be that she's talking about the fact that it's not just her and we're also trying to help in conservatorship abuse in general. But it also could just be that, you know, that her story is deeper than we know and that it's more important to free her than even we know. So I think there were several different ways to take that line. Uh, but regardless, it was definitely a special moment as a free Britney advocate. 
Yeah, and it was really nice to hear even shout out like the pink shirts, you know, with the pink shirt emoji, because that's been, you know, and I even I posted, I was like, look, here's my pink shirt that I got, you know, made in 28, what was it, 2019 now, I guess, 2018, I can't remember. It was like, my God, she knows. She knows that we were wearing pink shirts. She yeah. knows that three years ago we were, you know, at the West Hollywood courthouse and didn't even know yeah. where to go. We weren't even at the right courthouse, but we were still, <laughs> you know, f- fighting for her we knew something was up. And so just that acknowledgement, it's got to feel so good for like our friends at Britney's Graham and for everyone who runs a podcast and everyone who's been fighting for Britney, who's been called crazy. I know I've been called crazy so much. Just like, why do I care so much about this? You know, and it, and it did feel very validating and and her to say, you, y'all have no idea the deeper meaning. And we really don't because we've not been enslaved for 13 years. We really right. don't know the deeper meaning. We just know that this is a real person. And I feel like we've all kind of gone past the part of like, this is a legend. And like, this is, you know, like we're kind of like past, oh, she's a legend and we she must be saved at all costs. And more we're like, no, she's a human being. Exactly. But then on Instagram, Miss <laughs> Brittany had a word or two about her legend status. Megan, take it away. Oh my gosh, that was amazing too. I mean, even when she just posted the compilation video, I was excited and I'm watching it. And then I scroll to read the caption and um, she's basically just like, almost all of these uh, accomplishments were pre-conservatorship and enough said, mic drop. And it was just, it was another really incredible moment to have two in one week. I just was beside myself and then the caption got deleted or I guess it got changed to like three lip emojis yeah so then you know there was a big debate about you know is it crowd surf that changed the caption uh did someone want it taken down that sort of thing I also did you know to play devil's advocate sometimes I feel like celebrities if they want to get some sort of message out there they will post it knowing that it'll be screenshot and sent everywhere and then change it so I still think it's possible it could have been her decision to change it or maybe she felt too vulnerable or something like that. But it definitely was suspicious that it was one that uh, directly called out the conservatorship. She's only said the words or written the words conservatorship, you know, a handful of times and to have Mm -hmm. it be changed is certainly suspicious. Yeah, it was suspicious. And it was a nice reminder that she has accomplished so much. And, and she was quick to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know you guys are doing this for Brittany, the person, but I am a legend and I know my worth and I know my skills. And it was interesting how she pinpointed it all pre-conservatorship stuff. And I loved Sam Ascari's comment saying, not just some of it, all of it. You did all of this, sweetheart. That's what I was going to say. We focused so much. I focused so much on, you know, my talking points are like, she performed this many Las Vegas residency shows. They brought in this much money. She was a judge on X Factor. She was, she toured the world three times. Like, I've focused on, in these 13 years, everything that she's accomplished uh, as justification for why she shouldn't be in it. But I loved that she was like, no, my justification is, look at all this that I accomplished before. Like, there was no way that I ever would have needed this. Like, how would I have needed this? So I thought that was kind of a neat, like, almost reframing in her eyes, because I've been so focused on what she's accomplished over 13 years, but her entire life, her entire career. I mean, how can we say that Britney Spears needs a conservatorship? It's just insane. It's insane. But I loved, I don't know, 
I don't know if you saw the connection, um, but that old tweet of her surfaced that was like from December 2nd, 2010, which is her birthday, I just realized, but it was PS, Star Magazine, Radar Online, Jason Alexander, and the rest of you liars, y'all can kiss my lily white Southern Louisiana ass. Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely gave some, some Britney serving vibes and that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's exactly, the, I think that's why so many of us felt connected to that one message specifically because it was such a throwback to you know, another message that she tweeted out also in the conservatorship. So, you know, who's to know, we'll never know true. the true story till she's fully free. True. Oh my God, what a week it's been. And before we go, let's cover some bits and bobs here with, you know, where we talk about feuds, conspiracies, other social media stuff, etc. And one thing that just kind of slipped under the radar has been, um, you know, and I feel iffy talking about Britney's children, but we are in the generation where kids are on social media and we have access to this social media. And Jaden posted, you know, we got pretty good confirmation that it is actually Jaden Federline posting on TikTok a video where he seemingly, I mean, not seemingly, addresses his mom's conservatorship in a very, very unique way. It's it's kind of like one of those spoofy challenge things. Um, what did he even say in it, Megan? I, I can't even remember. I thought I saw no truth. The, so he was replying to someone's comment and the comment said, tell us everything you know about your mom's conservatorship challenge. And then the video, which we think is Jaden, uh, is like him in several different locations, just basically staring at the wall. It's kind of a trend where you're like, show me you, you, how much you know about X, Y, and Z. And you just play this like music where you're clueless and you're just showing yourself like being like, oh, I have no idea how to do this. And so someone literally commented, show us how much you know about your mother, mom's conservatorship challenge. And he, he did this you know, little trend with it, which is so Gen Z, first of all, to be like, I was going to okay. say, that's so, that's so like me to not know that that was a TikTok trend. <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, I have this thing where I'm trying so hard to be Gen Z and to understand TikTok. So trust me, it took me about two days to figure that out. But it is so wild that he's being so, I don't want to say vocal, but addressing it whatsoever. And it also shows the innocence of the kids. And, you know, we get so caught up in, worrying about their lives without their mom and being like oh their lives must be so weird and Kevin Federline and this and that and to me it kind of gave me a little bit of hope that they are having somewhat of a normal childhood and I hope that's what that is right you know it's just it's just a weird little bit and bob to kind of keep an eye on because you know, I, I really don't think the kid should be involved in any way, but then he's got his girlfriend who has a public account and she's reposting this yeah. kind of stuff. So it's just very confusing to see it all. And I mean, I don't have thoughts on it other than it's just weird because he is an underage kid and it's Britney Spears's fucking son. So it's just so wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it is wild and I'm glad that he doesn't know a lot about the conservatorship. I mean, obviously in the world of free Britney being, an international movement I'm sure he's hearing more about it now than he ever has but the fact that he you know didn't um isn't a bad thing in my opinion um mm -hmm. and he also had commented I think this was on his girlfriend's TikTok somebody said I hope his mom's okay and happy and he responded and said mom is happy I see her and spend time with her a lot and she's happy don't worry 
So I do think, you know, obviously Brittany has suffered abuse and trauma and a horrible injustice of isolation and control, but it does seem like she's been able to, um, you know, maintain a good relationship with her kids. And I know that they're her heart and soul. So that makes me happy to know. Absolutely. I agree with you. And then we also remember, you know, with the whole, uh, what is it called? Restraining order against the grandpa, against Jamie Spears. And one of the kids spoke out about that on social media last year when it happened and was, you know, went live. I, I can't remember if it was Sean or Jaden and said like, fuck my grandpa. Like he's a horrible man. And mm-hmm. which also kids are pretty intuitive at, you know, even as, as, annoying as a tween can be they can be pretty intuitive with people especially with people who've lived a long life they can you know kids can sense things about people and who whichever one of her sons posted that was not pleased with grampy and uh and I think that's the universal kind of vibe that everyone who interacts with Jamie Spears is yeah (laughs) it was it was it was Jaden who said that, but it was Sean Preston who was actually uh, abused by Jamie. But oh, that's another, it. that's another, you know, this is crazy. Like, how is Jamie Spears still involved in this conservatorship? He abused one of his grandkids. There is a three-year restraining order in place uh, between Jamie and the two grandkids. Like, how has Judge Penny not removed him? And if she yeah. doesn't remove him on September 29th, then... I think it's officially official that she's corrupt because this is getting ridiculous. I mean, you you have a, an, an abused person go on the record twice on two different testimonies a month apart, recounting her abuse and saying, I know you're not going to do anything about this because you haven't been doing anything about this since 2019 when I first spoke with you, which all this happened with Britney Spears, if you don't recall. She's spoken to Judge Penny more than the big reveal in 2021. She's been speaking with her since 2019 and Penny has done nothing yet. So we're trying as hard as we can to give her the benefit of a fucking doubt, but that benefit of a doubt will go away September 29th, because yep. she has had plenty of time to either yep. collect her paychecks from Team Con, Team Con or she's just is incompetent or a little slow and she's being thorough because it has been a 13 year conservatorship. I still have hope. Maybe it's my optimistic side of me. I have hope that that's what it is, is that she's just so thorough and doesn't want to get the wrong thing done because it's been a 13 year case. And as her son, who is still publicly commenting mentioned she only became a judge in 2018 which makes it even more suspicious that her first case was britney spears's anyways once again (laughs) we're telling the judge's son to stop tweeting you are only making matters worse for your mom please stop doing that um (laughs) we don't care about you we promise we don't care about you um (laughs) you know i'm still gonna watch insecure on hbo unless unless we find out there's direct correlation to corruption yeah but anyways it's just wild and good god i guess the 29th is when we'll know her corruption status what a week it's been megan holy shit especially considering we had no uh real court documents of any substance so if we get any court documents between now and september 29th it's gonna get even wilder yeah which i'm sure you know 
even by the time you're listening to this, something else is going to happen. But that's why we are here to give you all the Britney tea that you need to know, none of the bullshit that you don't need to know. And we will be here every Monday for you. Until next week. Good God. Maggie, you say it this time. Free Britney. Thanks for listening. I'm Megan Radford. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Meg underscore Rad. And I'm Jared Lipscomb. You can find me on Instagram at Jared Lips and on Twitter at Jared M. Lips. This episode was produced by Anna Marie Johnson. And please rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Free Britney. <laughs>